Jason Juan Lim, we just did an awesome photo shoot with you with Experimental Experience. And what we've been learning from you is that you're a producer, writer, and director, but definitely known for being a producer for Black Summer. And then the second season is on its way of uh, in production, pre-production. And you're working hard for that. We want to know everything that you've been up to. We want to know more about how you feel about the Calgary industry and how you're trying to help invigorate and uplift and get people working again. So please share with us how you first started in the film industry. Um, I mean, I don't know if I take any credit for wanting to build careers or to make it busy here for people. I want to make it selfishly busy for myself and for a core group of people I've worked with since my first feature. Um, I keep bringing projects in, they keep getting better, and I'll fight for them. I'm very loyal to the people that have done a good job for me. So those people are all coming into their own. We're kind of the next, the next sweep, threatening the old guard here. Don't tell them that, though. <laughs> well, we won't, we promise. <laughs> so when we first met you, you were coming out of uh, Vancouver in that, that area, and you had gone to school for a year, you had said, for Vancouver Film School. Nope. Is that, oh. No, I went to, in Vancouver, I went to school for creative writing and English literature. Right. I was going to take the, the novelist approach, but uh, it's a hard it's a hard road, the novelist one, and um, I decided to not take that. Uh, I came, uh, I got into the bartending industry instead, and then I came out here. Um, I did a, a year of film school at SAIT, Southern Alberta Institute of Technology, and then I cleverly dropped out of my course, and raised some money, and then hired my graduating class to make to shoot my first feature. So that process of making and putting together your first project, what was that actually like for you? The process of being a producer and your perspective. There's a lot of people behind, behind the screen and in front of the screen that don't really know all that a producer goes through to produce a project. Share with us more what that experience is like. I think in the beginning it was, it was the perfect incubation for me. I, um, I raised about a quarter million dollars to shoot my first feature and I got to operate in a bubble. I got to, I got to write, direct, produce of my own accord and I didn't have any constraints. The investors that I had were outstanding in, the, in, the, in regards to the respect of my abilities and uh, it was just really what can this guy do with a little bit of money that we put in the account and, and um, what can he do to make a film? And I, jumped through hoops for them on the creative side, made product that they liked, made sure that they were happy with the content, referenced movies such as Porky's, since there was a teen comedy that they kind of boxed me into. And uh, yeah, I, I um, the first the first three features weren't really concerned with the, the real world producing. It was if there was money in the account, and the producing just becomes logistics. It's like, how much do I have to pay a certain person? How many places do we need to rent in order to, to shoot the story? And it was pretty straightforward in that respect. From listening to our conversation together about what you've been trying to do to bring projects here, making relationships with people, say, at Netflix, all of this stuff that goes into making sure a project happens, most of us don't even know about what goes on. You're a line producer as well. Um, share more details about sure. what it is you do on a daily basis being a producer. So after the incubation period was done, I decided 
I didn't want the level of production I was making to be capped at you know half million dollar mark, which is private investment. And then you raise you raise the money personally, privately, and then it takes years for it to show any proceeds. So in order to get to the next level, I partnered up with a distributor who's been working out of Los Angeles for about 25 years now, and it was sort of the changing game. That way, I could actually correspond with studios, small studios at first, and see what they wanted. And, and um, build my way up from there. When you talk about a Netflix, what's it like to line produce for a Netflix? Well, season one of Black Summer was not a studio show. It was a production, like a production company called Asylum, famous for Z Nation, famous for Sharknado. It was a, it was a Black Summer was a spinoff from Z Nation. So um, I did a job for them, kind of a, a, under the same structure as I was already used to. Here's some money. Um, get these elements and these sets and this equipment and, and go out and shoot a thing. Um, season two was purchased, so the, the, the IP was purchased by Netflix, so season two is very much a studio film. In fact, it's Netflix's first self-managed show in Alberta. They've never had a presence directly here. Anything else that has a Netflix stamp on it in the past has been a licensed show. So they might have a piece of paper that guarantees contractual monies based on the production, the ultimate end product of a, of a, of a contract or a script. Um, but it's the first time they brought a self-managed show to Alberta. And um, as far as the rigors being accustomed with their protocol and a little bit of their bureaucracy, I'm not. I'm starting to get there. But it's a, it's a lot to wade through sometimes. So it was very daunting at the start. But uh, like on, a, on any given Monday or Tuesday, I could have very charming, smiley, friendly people that run 10 different departments over at Netflix send me questions from, you know, human resources to to business, to internal insurance, to like, it, it just goes on and on. So it's like, it's almost overwhelming sometimes. But I'm starting to get the idea that they act as a support for me and I have to lean on them in that respect. How important to you is it to make sure that the industry is continuously bringing projects to Calgary so we can do our art? Well, I live here, um, and if I don't have projects to work on, I don't get paid myself, so it's important. I mean, since the day I've got into this industry, there's not nobody's ever hired me. I have to, I, I raise the money, either through personal private means, or I bring a, you know, a studio project here, or a production company's project here, and then I hire people to, to, to work on it. So, without me hustling to bring a, a show here, there's no work for me or for the core group of friends that I told you I've come up with. How does that feel to know that you yourself have to make your own career happen? A lot of actors and a lot of photographers do experience the same thing, but we never knew that learning from you that that's the same hustle that pretty much everybody has to go through. It's, I mean, for me, it's a perfect setup. I wouldn't trust anybody else with my career. I don't want somebody to, to have to hire me out and show me the ropes. Since uh, Google was invented, it's been teaching me quite a bit along the way. So <laughs> it's been a very good mentor for me. What do you love about producing so much? Why is that your field of choice? I mean, I love the directing side as well. Um, producing is something, is something I think I'm good at because of a variety of things, foremost among them. Um, an understanding of logistics and budgets and breakdown of numbers, um, being super organized when it comes to, you, know, like you can go to my, 
department and tell them not organized and fundamental, uh, sort of fundamental ways, but I certainly know how to organize when it comes to logistics and filmmaking. And then um, I, I'm pretty good with people. Uh, it comes from a genuine love of human beings, so well, those aspects all conspire to, to be a pretty good producer, I think. You have literally helped friends of yours even get in front of casting directors just by helping and connecting them. What does that feel like to you, knowing that you've actively helped? Because a lot of the time, as actors and, and crew, you, you wonder how you're going to get to that level. And learning that you've done that for people, where you got them in front of the people they needed to in order to get cast, that's, you're literally changing lives. How do you feel about that? They're just doors. I'm opening doors, and same for the core group that I've come up with. I have one in particular, a very good friend and, and uh, associate. He thanks me on an almost daily basis. It's embarrassing. I tell him, dude, he knocked out of the park. He's one of the editors on uh, Black Summer Season 1, and he was brought in for the second season as well, and he, he killed it. So, I mean, I opened the door for him and repeatedly on every show that I've been on, and he keeps showing me that he's outstanding at what he does. So. I'd be foolish not to bring along somebody who's loyal and a friend and talented at their work and replace them with anybody else that I don't know or that, that is suspect in any of those, in, in any of those skills. So um, I open doors for people and if they do a really good job, I'll, I'll do my very best to keep opening those doors. That's so amazing. Wow. So we want to know more about the Black Summer series. It has become one of the biggest shows in the world. People like Selena Gomez and a lot of big celebrities have been. Stephen King, Stephen King have social media how great the show is.